Hey people, what's good? It's Dakari, and I'm sitting here with Being Original today, and we are here to give you the bigger picture. Say what's good. What's good, people? Today, we are going to discuss the media's impact on hip-hop. We are going to discuss if, like, is the entertainment industry destroying black culture? What active role are parents playing in filtering what's portrayed on TV and movies and videos, etc.? And if there's a separation between black culture and hip hop, and is there a lack of responsibility too? So, I mean, this is like gonna be a loaded podcast today. Is there a story you'd like to lead us off with? No, hip hop, unlike many other mm -hmm. genres, mm -hmm. the media or the entertainment industry affects us differently. It does, because it portrays us very differently. Right. Sure. And it always has, I right. mean, even from, like what, a hundred years ago? Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I can tell you this. I know that black, or excuse me, uh, hip hop for me, what it's done growing up, living it, living in the, you know what I mean, in an urban environment, etc. Though I loved the music I listened to, it definitely played a huge role on the things that I did. You know? Right. And, you know, I think that what's gone on far as, you know, these big top music execs, for example, when it comes to music, um, you know, they like to push music out, roll music out because they know that it's going to sell, but they don't take any responsibility for the effect that it has, you know what I mean, on people that listen to it, you know. Uh, no. I was listening to Takao back in the day, you know, remember? <laughs> I'm just saying, I remember. That was like a big thing for me at that point. That was what, 93? Right, is, is that the Wu-Ting dance? Yeah, man, you saw the Wu-Ting dance I was doing? <laughs> Nobody can see us. <laughs> I was listening to it to Cal. I love Meth. Shout out to Meth and Man. He also just dropped another song. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They just released a new project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a new Wu-Ting album that came out um, last weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually, I heard, yeah, I heard one of the tracks. It's, you know, fire. I'm not gonna lie, I liked it. I was feeling it. How are you feeling it? Uh, yeah, you were you were you were underwhelmed. I liked uh, it. I just I, like Meth. You, I like to hear his voice. I was excited, like ah, he's I, back. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> Meth is definitely my favorite member of the Wu Tang. Mm -hmm. As far as he's one of mine. He's not the favorite, but he is one of. I mine. like his delivery. I like his. Delivery. He's a Pisces. Shout out to Pisces. And I, you know, I think <laughs> I like his uh, his flow. His flow. Yeah, his voice. It's his intonation too. Yeah. Like yeah, he's, his presence is dope. The point being is, is that I remember as a child listening to that. It's a cow in particular, you know, and I was all excited and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I started dibble dabbling in different things, you know, and it had a lot to do with the music that I was listening to and the influence that it had on me. I, I was. The era that I came from. Oh, here we go with this. You're killing me. Well, that's the era I came from and the era I came from. No, but I, you know, you know I, I'll just say that I had the benefits of brewing mm -hmm. up with hip-hop right from the beginning oh see i wasn't there at the very beginning no you weren't no you I, was, I wasn't there yet wasn't. No, no 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 i was not even a twinkle in my parents eyes uh, <laughs> but you had the opportunity so tell us about your opportunity this is just fired oh this is what we're doing on the podcast today this no, is no, no 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 okay. no you know i got no love for you i'm sorry i'm sorry no but i, I grew up with hip-hop i grew up with hip-hop from Grandmaster Flash and the Furious mm -hmm, Five mm -hmm. to uh, Treacherous Three, Kumo D, mm -hmm. Curtis Blow. Right. From Curtis Blow going forward, 
like before Rapper's Delight. Right. Going forward, I've seen it evolve from playgrounds and parks to where it's at now. Right. I make a living and mm -hmm. great part by participating in hip hop and black culture. Right. You know, and, and as a journalist. So I think that, you know, I've seen it evolve. But through that evolution though, obviously, I mean, we all probably already know this, to see it evolve from it being in parks and in playgrounds and it's a source of expression because of things that are going on socially and politically and it's like a um, an outlet. Right. You know, it was an outlet for people. I feel like a lot of hip hop was raped. You know what I'm saying? Of it's what it was trying to do, like the message that it was trying to send. It was twisted, like there was a perversion made. Help me out here. Well, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's perverted on many levels now because yeah. hip hop was a creative expression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hip hop is black culture, but it was a hip hop is the creative expression of, of black, black culture, culture. right? And, um, and the things that they were going through. Right. You know, it, you know, it was all about showcasing one's talent. Right. Hip hop was never a vehicle to promote negative messaging. Like in its early essence, it was about partying. It was about moving the crowd. It was about mm -hmm. having a good time. It was about bragging. Mm -hmm. Talk about it now. Hope you get it later. Right. You know. Uh, but it was more so about promoting self confidence. You're promoting your self confidence. Promoting positivity. You had guys that told real stories. Like well, that's exactly. That told real stories. That wasn't it. You know, we had like Dougie Fresh, the show, mm -hmm. Lottie Dottie. Right. You know, it, you know, everybody wants to make it like hip hop was this violent thing where you gotta be tough. No, but it was. That's what I mean. It, it wasn't really like wasn't. that. It wasn't, it wasn't like, like that. that. You enjoyed it. Right. Because it related to you. Right. It, it, well, it's evolved. This right. is all things do. Right. You know, but I, my issue is, is that I feel like the the presence of execs and it being this big, huge, booming business now, I don't feel like there's enough responsibility placed on the people pushing the music out and forcing people to also, you know, it's not about creative, just a creative expression anymore. It's about making money. You know what I mean? It was more authentic when people were just doing it. Like back in the day when I used to rap or other people used to rap, mm -hmm. we, yeah, I used to rap. I, used to, I know, I'm, I'm still waiting for this. Uh, I still haven't you, heard it yet. I don't believe you. Nice, you. I don't believe you. Nah, whatever, I don't believe you. Nice. I don't believe you. Anyway. anyway. Mm -hmm. Prove it. Prove it. One day. Not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on iTunes. It's not going to be on the podcast. Um, no, but we did it, you know, back in the... I hate to tell time. I hate to say the year, right? I know, because every time you do that, you're like back in I'm like, careful. No, all right, well, back in, back in the late 80s. Okay. Late 80s and okay. stuff, or 85 and going forward. Mm -hmm. We did it because we loved the culture. Right. When you used to battle people... And so it was just fun. It was something fun to do. We enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. We loved it. And even to this day, me and those hope went on to become one of the track masters, producing beats for R. Kelly and mm -hmm. and Biggie and so forth, Mary J. Blige, all this other stuff. So what stuff. a different perspective because Red, Red's um, TC, Red's you know Red's mm -hmm. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Went on from being a, from a graffiti artist. People would be wearing his designs and not even knowing that, that those are his. Those are his. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of us. From Shout out to TC. Yeah, that's my dude. Amazing photographer. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of us went, we, our love for hip hop, it was our culture. Mm -hmm. And we did it because we loved it. Mm -hmm. There's times I go to TC's house, just look at old black books with graffiti and mm -hmm. stuff, and just mm -hmm. to remind myself what I loved about it. 
back then. Mm -hmm. It was our thing. Right. It was very much in the community. It was a community thing. Right. Uh, once they monetized it, then it became a process of making money. I have a problem, me personally, I have a problem with people that get into the industry or that look to get into the industry just so that they can make money. I mean, I know that it's a business, but I just, I guess what it is is that, you know, everybody just wants to like hurry up and like, everybody's like, it's, nobody seems to be an individual anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you're in the hood. Oh, we got to hustle and then we're going to write about it and we're going to try to get into the industry. It's like, I, I mean, I understand the process and I understand that it's an outlet and I understand like, you know, being um, influenced and, you know, and, and wanting to emulate different artists and right. stuff like that that you relate to. But I feel like there's not enough individuality anymore. And I agree with that because, you know, like when I hear a New York rapper, I'd be honest. Everybody wants to be a rapper. I, I try not it's to like, be... I, you know, I, I really try not to be profane, but I have to say, when I hear a New York rapper try to rap like he's from Georgia or somewhere it's else, annoying. I, I really just want to slap the shit it's out of <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like you're from Brooklyn, why you sound like you, you know, why you Aww. sound like you're from the ATL? That's not what we I do I mean, I, I understand. I mean, I understand. All right, I'm going to play devil's advocate because I do. I get it, though. I get it. I get it. It's like, well, we already know why a lot of people are trying to sound like they're from the ATL or from, you know, from the down south or whatever, because that's what's selling right now. And that is my problem with it. You know, I understand that we all want to be diverse. And uh, as far as like, you know, pick up from different regions and our experiences and what we like to listen to and, and, and kind of like have it bleed into our work. However, there's nothing wrong with borrowing as long as that's what it is. You still need to come correct and be your own like have your own individual style. But that that wasn't but the, the principle, principle of hip hop. That's not part of the culture. Right. In the culture, if, if you were biting, mm -hmm. if you right. were biting somebody else's style, if you were from- Do you get called out on right, it? Right, they'd be like, yo, what you doing? Ex you don't talk right. like that, you, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there's like, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of, Front and ass anymore. Uh, yeah. so no, and basically I, what, what, right. what we're talking about. And I'm not, my family's originally from Georgia. I was born in yeah. New York. I have no, uh, no. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I love no, going but, down south. But, I have a lot know, of people down south. And I respect, and I respect the south. I respect, yes. like, you know, Andre. Yes. I think Andre Three Sacks is one of the best Absolute. rappers in, in I mean, the game ever. I mean, is by far so creative and such right. an individual. You know what I mean? Ti, but Ti is dope. I mean, there's a lot of artists that I I respect, but they that's where they come from that's part of their culture that like you know what i'm saying like their region from where they grew up it's real it's, right. it's real it's, it's real for them them that's what right. i'm saying but for new york rappers you know to be like that for me personally because i remember when i used to go go down to georgia every summer mm -hmm. i remember when they didn't well, know back in the day back back in the day back, yeah back in the day <laughs> I thought I was waiting to hear way that. Way back, way back <laughs> in the day. But I'm just saying, I remember when they used to go to Georgia and they didn't even know what Tim's were. You guys weren't Tim's in the, you know. Right, right, right. In the spring well, or summer. See, that's so, the thing. That's, that's, that's the, the issue that I'm having. I'm having an issue with people not just being themselves and people doing it just to make money. Um, you know, respect the art, okay? If you're going to do it, respect it and mold your craft. This is my thing too. I understand you gotta hustle and get stuff done. Whatever your definition of hustle is, do it, do it well and get it done, okay? My point is, is this, that's not all you're doing. But there's more to life than there's that. There's more to life than that. That's and, what I'm trying to say. Talk about other things. And hip hop used to have, it, it still has its balance. It just, 
the mainstream doesn't support. That's what, and ding, 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 there we, exactly. And that's why we're yeah, talking I, about I this like today. That. I like the ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> that's why we're talking about this today. Because the music execs do not pro help promote the things that are actually gonna maybe help fill us you know what I'm saying? Right. On a different level, on a spiritual level, to help as far as like promoting the uh, the, the creative outlet of other things going on in our life. Instead, they'd rather just uh, exploit. You know what I'm saying? All the negative stuff. Well, last year, remember when I had the conference? I sat on the panel. Mm -hmm. There was an eighty-nine from a, a specific label. I'm not going to point them out. Said to the panel that they don't do artist development anymore. They look at statistical numbers. Mm -hmm which explains how the Cash Me Outside girl got signed. <laughs> you know, because if you have a million followers, if you have followers, which you could purchase at a certain price, if you have followers, Thank statistical you, you social media, right, your statistical social media analytics look like you're doing big things or you're popular. Yeah, backing for you, it. They're, they're more interested mm -hmm. in signing you than somebody who actually has well, talent. Well, I mean, now you just remind me um, of that movie, like Brown Sugar. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? The Dalmatian, the hip-hop Dalmatians versus I mean, well, most F's character. You know what I'm saying? Well, when you look at like these little clown, these little clown-ass rappers, little Vert, little Yachty, you know, think about think about Brown Sugar mm -hmm. and think about the Dalmatians. Right. And look at, look at some of these artists. They're not really popping musically right mind you these guys are moving like fifty thousand units which is very low right you know right. um they, they kind of lower the bar to try to make it sound like you should be happy moving fifty thousand units right right the label don't invest in them the label doesn't do any artist development it, there's no responsibility mm -hmm. i just read kodak black the labels are signing these rappers mm -hmm. giving them all this money mm -hmm. and based off of um regional analytics right but they're not looking into the character and on no level this is not the guy that you want to put on a platform this right. is not the person that you want black you growing up thinking i want to be like kodak black well you, they were they uh, technically they weren't thinking about that 20 years ago either you had guys that may not necessarily be the best role models mm -hmm. but it was still some role models out there. Well, the there. thing is, is that 20 years ago, 30 years ago, people were doing it because they loved it. They weren't doing it because in hopes for fame and the glitz and the glam and the, and money and you know what I mean. It wasn't it. Right. It wasn't I just mean, about that. I mean, granted, you if you're a great artist, you should be paid for your work. Right. However, I feel like it's the motivation behind it that a lot of artists are lacking anymore. You well, know, the integrity. Well, there's, there's no, no quality, quality control. Con yeah, there's no quality control. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, would you believe that there's a conspiracy, though, as far as music execs are concerned? Like, you know what I mean? Like, ah, screw it. We don't care if it's dumbing down the music and dumbing down the, the, the culture, the, 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 you know what I'm saying, the community that started it and listens to it primarily, you know what I mean? I mean, I know everybody, there's a lot more people that listen to hip hop now than right. there were 15, 20 years ago. But what I'm saying is, is that would you go as far as saying that perhaps, maybe not a conspiracy, but like there's just a, a, an indifference. There's definitely an indifference. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the trick though. Mm -hmm. Where the indifference lies, where does the indifference really lie? It doesn't just lie with the execs, it also lies with the artists. And it also seems like it, li it, it, it lies right with within the, the community. It lies with the fans. If you choose, if you make the conscious choice where you choose Cardi B mm -hmm. over Rhapsody. Right, right, who dope, dope you know, artist. 
there's a responsibility there. It's funny. That's you know, uh, my brother and I talk about this. I always bring up my brother in this podcast, but you know, because he and I discuss a lot. His perspective on a lot of things is like a business perspective. You know, right? That while what we're saying is, of course, you know what I mean, warranted, and you know, it's not right. You know, we, you know, you want to help uplift people in the community, and yada yada yada. Businesses are only looking out for their pockets. They're, so if people are buying it, then you know what I mean? What else are you going to do? You're going to try to fill that need. Right. It's a demand, supply and demand kind of situation. Right. right. Like there's the dichotomy, you know, as a journalist, even as somebody with a media company. Right. The dichotomy is this. When you got guys like Boink, he's an idiot that does ridiculous things like run into Dunkin' Donuts and grab a whole tray of donuts and run out the door. These are stupid who is this guy? I've never, even heard, I've never even heard of this person. He's a, he's a ridiculous... Oh, yeah, uh, that sounds like an idiot. He's just ridiculous. Yeah. And, um... I don't even know who he is, but, but, he, that, but, why, but, but I guess why? Just to do it? For life. For life. It's popular because people like seeing him do stupid, asinine, dumb shit. You see a guy do that. Mm-hmm. Now, the media side of it is this. The dichotomy is, is that they do that stuff so they can land on urban entertainment websites. Mm-hmm. Media takeout, world star mm-hmm. hip hop, star, you know, I've never, mean, all hip hop. You know, I've never been on any of these things. Yeah, well, you know, I get it, and I get that. I, 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 didn't, I, even, I, I didn't even know what they were until like a couple I months ago. I wouldn't go on these sites if it wasn't my job to do so. Right, no, I'm just saying though, like I didn't even, I had never even, I'm like so lost sometimes. So they do these things, <laughs> so these, now, they do these things, ridiculous, stupid, mm-hmm. self-destructive mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. for likes and for, to get, Famous. Black media websites put those videos on the sites, right. which helps make these idiots famous. Right, they're helping promote to get idiotism. Views, to get views. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you blame? They, do you blame him, or do you blame the people it, promoting him? Right. Because when you put when you put these fights, when you put fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of fights on my website. Right. I'm not a big fan of stupidity. I'm not gonna post boink on my website. I'm not gonna do anything to promote ignorant culture. Right. If it's definitely if it's not newsworthy. When you do those kind of things, there's people that go to your website and then they're saying, "Well, hey, the best way to get on world, I know the, the best going. way to get media coverage." Yep. I get more media coverage doing something stupid than I do getting, doing something creative. So I don't want people to run with it. If I was to post a bullshit story and, and lie and say, oh, Dakari is dating Funkmaster Flex. Right. Or Dakari, you know, uh, you know. Be careful, be careful. Some kind of. I'm like, <laughs> I see you thinking, I see you searching. I'm like, be careful, the, man. Right. Any kind of fashion, you know, like, um, right, like, I, you no, know, I know, I get it, like, even with Levin Alive, right, if, if, like, we were at an event and, um, uh, what you call it, one of the producers, one of the top producers were there, and she took a picture with him. Mm-hmm. Now, if we took that picture at that time and we were to put out a story, oh, look at who so and so is dating, right, right, that would go on viral, she'd be on all the sites. And then you, then you might listen. Now, the now album, you may listen to her music because right. now all of a sudden you see a picture of her and you think, you know what I'm saying? You, right. want, you want to look into who she is instead of just maybe, right. you know, people are... Not, and the album is critically acclaimed. And I'm not even saying people outside of myself. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, do I do stuff like that? It's like, it's just like, where does that, why do we do that? 
like I mean I'm not asking you for an answer I'm just saying you know yeah I'm just throwing it out there like what is the problem <laughs> well it's just, it's, that's what they like and when I say they I'm talking about us yeah not yeah. all of us but enough of us to enough where, of us where to where it's it's, it's a thing a normal you know the parents who used to play an imminent role of filtering right what, what right. was you know what was acceptable, not acceptable. or and, and and if you did listen to something that wasn't acceptable they can maybe kind of like help guide the right. narrative as far as where it's coming from and why etc i know my parents did you really watch boys in the hood, hood or men's society Mrs. yeah those yeah. are stories that show like when king gets killed at the end of um minister society right right when he made the decision to better his life mm -hmm. to move out the hood his past caught up, up with, with him, him. And, it, right. and the message was to make better decisions. decisions, but not to go out and be just like right, him and right. make those and live his life. Right. With um, Boys in the Hood, oh. you can't cry when Ricky, Ricky, dies. Did, when yeah. Ricky dies. And I don't care who you are. Everybody cries when Ricky dies in Boys in the Hood. Everybody gets, you know, yeah. a little touch. Absolutely. Especially, you, I mean, especially you, when Cuba goes through it. Right. With Nina. Right. <laughs> with Nina Long. Punching in the yeah, air. Yeah, punching the air and doing the whole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we laughed, but that was a really big part of the movie. Who, who wrote that scene? I don't, I don't know, but he did well. He did well. Don't be talking about Cuba now. Man, don't talk about Cuba. Nobody. Nah, man. He's a, nah, I love. That's not realistic. I don't think nobody's going around punching the uh, air. Well, maybe that's the way. I don't know. Maybe that's the way. Maybe that's the way he expressed it. They didn't tell him to do that. Then that's just his acting. Oh. Can't talk about Cuba Gooding Jr. Man. Okay. Sorry. Right. Not sorry. Hashtag. Okay. I'm just saying. The car is so black. <laughs> the car is so black. You can't talk about Cuba. Cuba Gooding Jr. Why are you kidding? <laughs> Boo. Anyway, Damn. I'm just saying that the message was lost. Right. Right. No, I know. I know. And, and most of the people who watched those movies had enough common sense. I know. Or you know what it is? I remember when Boys in the Hood came out, I have a friend and her father sat down, sat a group of us down and he had us watch Boys in the Hood. But you know what's funny? My parents didn't want me to see Boys in the Hood. They didn't want me to see it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you lived on North Side of Kelsey, so I you, saw enough. Boys in the Hood. <laughs> it was outside my door. <laughs> it was outside your door. <laughs> it's funny because it was outside my door, exactly. And this friend lived on the south side of town. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where I lived at. Even further. Right, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Into that. You know what I'm saying? To the south side of town. But guess where you live? Right. You know? Yeah, and her parents, her father in particular, who I believe was, you know, worked for a correctional facility, no less, sat a lot of us down to watch this movie. But yeah, maybe nobody's doing that. No, nobody's doing. Nobody's that. doing that. That's another thing I would think that helped the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. whatever impact the industry has on black culture. It has to do with the lack of parenting. When I was a kid, you could listen to Kooji rap, mm -hmm. but your parents would be the first one to tell you, like, don't bring that. Yes, drug dealing is real. Mm -hmm. There are people that live that life, but it shouldn't be applauded. It's a reality. Right. You know, if you're gonna talk about hustling, then you gotta talk about the repercussions. Right. You know, right. which to a certain degree, I give credit to the artists that do that. Right. I, we all have friends that have made choices that yeah. we might not condone. Right, but right. How can I put it? It was always, usually when people made those kind of decisions, it was, it was an act of desperation. Right. It wasn't because, it wasn't just because they thought that it was like the cool thing to do. Right. You know what I mean? It was because, first of all, it's either one or two things. Number one, they needed, the money 
Right. They grew up in a household where maybe there was only a single parent that was barely ever home. You know what I'm saying? Trying to work. Trying to work all the time to pay the bills. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Trying to work to pay the bills. So in order to supplement, they would go ahead and they would they would sell drugs so that they could have a pair of sneakers. Now, of course, they didn't. Maybe they, you know what I'm saying? They they buy the most expensive pair sometimes because you know at that time though you're and you're a teenager. Well, they're trying to they're trying to have some dignity. Trying to dignity exactly. They're, they're trying they're, to make up for what they're lacking. Exactly, exactly. You know. And then the what I was gonna say and the other reason why it was done is just because it was a normal thing. And that. In that particular community. Neighborhood. Yes, yes. In the neighborhood. It's, it's, it's just, it's normal. Right. Exactly, neighborhood. Don't, I don't want to like categorize all black communities because they're, you know, not all black communities primarily are like that. Right. I'm just saying. Right, it's a neighborhood. This, the, the neighborhood I grew up in, it was normal. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it was that, abnormal to do something else. They, well, they're still, like, even to this day, the neighborhood you grew up in, mm -hmm. they still have that proclivity. Yeah. They still have those same proclivities in that neighborhood. Yeah. But it's not something that transcends over the entire community even here the people who lived in that neighborhood mm -hmm. they didn't live in that neighborhood by choice by choice you didn't want nobody, to live there you nobody, wanted to get out nobody i know says hey i want to live on Rooney. that's what i'm saying stop, that, that, and that's my point like stop romanticizing being shot or shooting stop romanticizing living in the hood you know, I mean, granted, we want to talk about our experiences because we, you know what I'm saying? We, we need an outlet, right. but don't romanticize the, the, the negative, you know what I'm saying? And that's the problem I feel like that's happening in media is like, and like you said, maybe it's the narrative. People are not, they don't have parents or somebody to guide them, you know, the younger generation to help see what the difference is. But I feel like a lot of this message is getting lost in translation. Don't, don't romanticize these things. It's not... It's not a beautiful thing to be poor <laughs> and, right. and living. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, right. it's the reality. It's rough. Trust me, I live it. But, you know, stop stop making it like it's, it's you a know, thing. It's a thing. Right. It's the other side of it. If your parents are buying you Jordans, right. you're not hustling to feed yourself. That's right. You're hustling because you're lazy or you're hustling. Or, or because of your image. You want to like you project wanna, a certain you, image. Because you think that it's cool. Yes. It's generational poverty. Yeah, and it's and it's. Um, I hate I hate to say it, but if that's what you know, right? I mean, what else are you gonna do if you don't have anybody from the outside or you're not seeking anything else? It's really easy well, to be kind of like comfortable in that lifestyle and in that environment. Well, I'm not gonna say the names of these particular families, mm -hmm. but when you check the headlines, there are some names that pop up that over pop over up last names and last names families, that pop yeah. up of families that are generational. My kids who are 20, they have went to school with some of the people that are in the paper for hustling or whatever, right. that live in right. those neighborhoods. I went to school with their parents. It right. is generational. However, it's nothing to aspire That's to. Exactly. Nobody That's wanna, what I'm saying. Don't you know, romanticize it. Don't aspire to it. If it is what it is, if it's your reality, I feel you. You gotta do what you gotta do and express it and live it and you know and get and try to get out of it. See, or make it I, make I it I healthier see, for you. When I see the people, the people that I know that have hustled, right. the smart ones are the ones that you never see in the paper because they hustled enough money to get out of a bad situation mm -hmm. and then they're no longer hustling. Right. Every one of them that I've seen stay in it, they're doing football numbers now. Right. Definitely was nothing to aspire to because we all know how that story ends one way or the other. Either the young wolves are going to get you because you don't see no 47-year-old drug dealers. No, no you don't. Uh, you know, saying growing old is not And honestly, point. And honestly, and if you're out there in your 40s, 
Are you still doing it? Um, please change not, occupation. You're not good at it. Please and you, please change. Yes, exactly. Change you're not occupation. Good at it. I feel this a certain way when I see like you know, because everybody's trying to be woke. I put my quotes up. Nobody can see that <laughs> on the podcast. Everybody's trying to be woke, and I feel you. You know, I just hope that in that wokenness, <laughs> people can really start to look at themselves and see the choices that they make and the things that they buy or buy into and see the effect that it has in the long run. There's got to be some source of realism. I can understand why some of my classmates made the choices they made. Right. However, I don't condone it. Right. And because the consequences. I know some very intelligent black men. Right. Who are now somewhere that they can't use their intelligence to help not only themselves but the culture at all these right. people these are people that could have created corporations and hired people these are people that could have transcended whatever facet of life they chose mm -hmm. to invest their time and energy to mm -hmm. and they chose to well, and, this, and the other thing is too is i mean with the way that the law is set up and and, and it's definitely not on our side i just feel like you know just if you just veer if i'm gonna if, if i'm gonna say anything through this podcast Veer away from putting yourself in a position where they can take the little bit of freedom that we do have Boy. away from you. You know, we already don't have enough. We already are not free. You know what I'm saying? We already not not treated correctly in, in the judicial system, as we all know. So that little bit of freedom you have, why jeopardize it? You know, especially when you know how it's going to end. That's what I'm exactly. Especially when you know. I That's mean, what I'm saying. Here's, like here's, the, here's the thing. I, I don't. I don't know this from firsthand experience. But here's the thing. Uh oh. There's, no, a, there's, just, a, there's a laughter behind it. I, I don't I'm know. Saying, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I don't know this from firsthand experience. Hmm. But word on the block is. Okay. The word on the block is this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. If you're out there doing that, if you decide to say that I'm going to hustle up money to launch a record label because that's what mm -hmm. you think that these people have like, done, have like done Jay-Z and yep, the Rockefeller yep, yep. story, mm -hmm. this is the side of the game that they don't talk about. One, you got to worry about the people who buy from you snitching on you. Mm -hmm. You got to worry about your competitors snitching on you. Yep. And if you're one of your bosses get picked up, when they go in there and try to make that plea deal, they gotta tell everything, which means telling on you too. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, there's an entire occupational force. Right. The police, who get yes. up every day they, and to they're put you in jail. To put you in jail. Well, and the thing is, it's like this. We hear we hear a story that's like, you know, this this uh, rags to riches story almost, you know what I mean? This hustle story. You know, like we said, Jay and Rockefeller. However, my point is, is that that's the story that ended well. How many stories don't end well? That's one story to how many that end up in death, you know what I'm saying? Or imprisonment, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a big Jay-Z fan. I love, that's what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I love Jay, and I love his story. He's my favorite rapper, you know? But, but the reality of it is, is that, and I don't want to put all the fanfare for that lifestyle mm -hmm. on his shoulders. Oh no, because it's, it, not, it's not it, just it, him. No, we're just using him because he's the, the biggest right. name. But, that, you know but, what I mean? We're just kind of throwing it around. But like you said, I know countless people in my own personal life who have tried 
to hustle, mm -hmm. to get money, mm -hmm. to launch a record label. Or whatever other kind of business right. or whatever. And mm -hmm. didn't make it. You know, um, there's there's people right now, like I said, there's people I know that are very smart, they're doing football numbers, that have offered me money to help with Urban Magazine and, and to help finance, you know, finance Urban I Magazine. Know. And I chose not to do it. I because know people that have been killed. Young men that have been killed because they wanted to pursue a dream and they wanted to be an artist and they wanted to be able to put their money into their, you know what I mean? Into mm -hmm. studio time and whatever else and merch and all that other stuff. And they're not here anymore, you know? It's a very real thing. It's not a game. And that's what my point is in, in this podcast today is that it's not a game. People, when you're out there and you're doing things like that, don't romanticize the lifestyle because chances are the numbers are not on your side. The rate, it's not on your side statistically. You know, don't allow whatever the media wants to fill you with and, you know, whatever, you know, your, your friends, your peers, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody gets wrapped up, you know, in the moment, you know, just make sure that you're doing the right thing. I know that sounds like, you know, maybe, maybe some people, maybe I'm kind of beating people in the head with it, but it's just, I don't know, like I've just seen too much happen. It's the lifestyle versus the culture. Mm -hmm. And they're choosing to follow the most negative aspect. Yes, because the there's love. so many other beautiful aspects of right. the culture. Well, Hip hop culture is what we're talking. You know what I mean? There's so many beautiful aspects. And, and that's why I'm, I'm loving, you know, the different festivals that are out there. You know, we can come together and stuff. And then I get angry when an act of violence pops up. That makes me very angry because that's not what we're here for. That's not what we're here to do. It's what you consume. Mm -hmm. You know, just think about it. We're 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 law-abiding citizens mm -hmm. for the most part. We're, we're, yeah, for the most part. <laughs> for no. this podcast, for this podcast, for this podcast, That's right. we're law-abiding citizens. <laughs> we're not out there, you know, promoting ignorance. No, that's the last thing I want to do. You know, so you know, there are choices and there's responsibility because we embrace the culture. Mm -hmm. People focus on those negative aspects of the lifestyle right and they confuse it with the culture i know a lot of people that didn't make it to 47 that's what i'm saying a lot i know a lot indeed, of indeed i know so growing old ain't for chumps mm -mm. not that i'm old you're not old i'm still black and beautiful that's right but i uh, you know <laughs> i'm seasoned i hear we old I'm boy seasoned. <laughs> oh boy i was trying to roll with you uh, <laughs> you make <laughs> You are I'm a, best. I'm like adobo. Adobo. I'm seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but, so silly. but there's so much more. Mm -hmm. It's about, you know, telling a story, but it's but it's not supposed to be like, you know, to inspire people to do these things. And I think that's just, you know, that's just super important. You know, um, what I was going to say is, is, uh, we were gonna wrap it up, I think, in a minute, actually. We have to take back ownership of the culture. Of hip hop culture, you mean? Of uh, black culture. Of black culture. Well, that's the way, let's make that clear. Hip hop culture is black culture. Right. You know? We have to take back ownership of the culture. When we see these people do these ridiculous things, we have to make conscious effort to stand against it. You know, when I was a kid, you know, my parents wasn't letting us play Luke Skywalker and the two live crew in the house. 
Oh no. You wasn't playing no. me so horny in the house. No. You know, um, no. and I get it that the technology has evolved and the children have access to more than, you know, than we did. Right. But that doesn't take away our parental responsibility. Right. You know, I think that people are just wrapped up in, I think that we're all wrapped up in our technology is what the issue is. You know, that, that you know, as a parent, you know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've watched people, I got out of work yesterday and when I walked out to my car, I see a woman in the front seat in the passenger side on her tablet, mm -hmm. wrapped up in her tablet and her daughter's in the back seat on a different tablet. Right. Nobody's talking to each other. You know, she. Like, you don't really know what your kid is doing back there on the tablet because right. if you're wrapped up in yours, you're you're distracted. Well, the, the, the parents are too busy trying to get likes on Facebook and or on Instagram, yeah, and everything right. else. You know, instead of really focusing on what it is that your child is consuming. That should be the most important thing. That's my. I have. That's what I'm saying. As far as like this promotion, this this romanticizing, it's like no, it's not. I mean, you stop, seen. Stop. You, know, you, you seen they come out the car. You know, I'm sure your DMs got a whole bunch of. People spelling win like W E N. No, and I, so I don't know. It's like a different language. Because right. I swear to you, I'm like, well, I don't know what this means. <laughs> it's not spelled correctly. The grammar is wrong. I don't even know how to try to break this down, decode this. I gotta try to decode some of my messages and, sometimes. And the most unfortunate thing is this: these are people our age. I know. And they have kids. I know. Who's helping their kids do their homework? I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, that's no. Crazy. No, like, and that's the thing. I shouldn't have. By the way, anybody that's listening to this, try to contact me. Don't send me something I gotta try to decode. I'm, that makes me very angry. I'm not even gonna read it. So unless there's, you know, it's grammatically correct. And you got spell check or something. <laughs> Don't send it. You know, if somebody sends me something stupid through DMs, I'm screenshotting it and I'm posting it. Uh, I'm posting. I think that's work. a good idea. That's exactly what we're gonna do. From now, on, we're gonna make sure that we correct this, and we'll make sure the name isn't there. Right. But I'm just saying, though. But you'll know who. You'll know. You'll it's know you. it's you. You'll know it's you. Just I'm saying. You know, every now and then, okay. So you the phone, you know what I mean? The autocorrect will catch you out there. Right. That's been catching me. I got this new phone. You, you know, I just got this phone. Check out the me. iPhone. You have those problems. It's annoying. I gotta take it off of there. Um, because I send stuff and I look like I'm like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. That's not what I wrote, you know. So um, uh, and it's not even like the word was spelled incorrectly. It just corrects it for no apparent reason. I don't know what the hell that's about, but like when you go to type how and then type in hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any, no, seriously. I, no, I, I send messages to publicists and stuff. I'm so scared as fuck. <laughs> I'm so afraid. Like when I type in the word how. That's going to say ho. That I'm going to be like ho and sin. Yeah. <laughs> like, you better read. You got to check. You got to check those messages, man. Oh so, my God. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're going to wrap it up today. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. We're going to have, we're going to, we're talking about having some kind of like. What? We're gonna do Savage Sundays. Yeah, yeah. I want to do a Savage Sunday so badly. Savage Sunday's gonna be off the charts. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna start it for next month. Next month. All right, listen, Savage Sundays, if you're sensitive. Don't, you can't listen. You can't listen to Savage Sundays. Cause I'm not gonna if, be, I'm not gonna be nice. If you engage, advocate, or promote any form of stupidity. You're not gonna like this. You don't wanna, you don't wanna listen to Savage Sundays. <laughs> I'm just telling you. And we're only gonna do it. We're gonna do it once a month, and it's gonna be the first Sunday oh, yeah. of each month. Right. It's kind of like Donkey of the Day, but with profanity. 
Oh yeah, it's gonna be. At least, it, it at might, least for me. At least. Yeah, for I'm me. gonna try to clean it up. I'll let you know. Like we have to have some kind of balance. Right, right. You know what I mean. I, you know, you'll be like, that's um, well, disappointing. That's very disappointing. That's very ignorant. They're ignorant. Inappropriate. Right. Unacceptable. And, like, and Ben's gonna. <laughs> like that's that bullshit. You see that fuck shit that this motherfucker does? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yo, he's fucking up. Oh my god, oh my god, okay, I can't even take it. You're just like, three big words and two F-bombs back to back. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's right, it's not all Saturday, right. Saturday Sunday yet. <laughs> oh my goodness, um, but anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we're gonna do Savage Sundays. It's gonna be the first Sunday of every month starting this coming Sunday, which is the uh, November 5th. Yes, November let's, 5th. Let's, let's say yes for now, and then we can correct it next podcast. Okay, I, it's, wait, November, wait, it's, no, it's November 5th. I know it is. It's a Sunday. And um, I don't know what time of day you wanna go ahead and throw that out there to people. You wanna wait till people get out of church? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they, Not too they, early in the morning. We gotta at least have them get their dose. Get their dose of righteousness. The, of righteousness. The Lord. <laughs> the Lord. And then they can. We got balance for your day. We got balance for your day. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it'll probably be in the afternoon is the point. But we're gonna go ahead and tighten up the time and let you know next week. Um, we're coming to a radio station. We are. We are coming to a radio station. It's gonna be every. Every Thursday. Thursday. Every Thursday. It's gonna be every Thursday at six, six. or eight. Six. Okay. Every Thursday at six o'clock. Right, because I get I'm old. I gotta sleep. I, gotta I know you can't be having it too late. Eight o'clock nap. Eight o'clock nap. Get out of here. <laughs> We're gonna take my nap. We're gonna take my nap at eight o'clock. Oh what? <laughs> so, um, but yes. Yeah, so you want to give them the deets on that? Right now, or do you want to wait until next week, or what you want to do? I'll wait till I'll wait. Let's wait till. I think I think we should wait too. I think we should wait too. I'm very excited. They should follow us. You know, they wouldn't need us to give them the details if they followed us on social media. (laughs) So we post everything on social media. Yeah, we do. Almost everything. Yeah. Things that not things that are none of their business. Right. 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 Well. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at Dakari Eli. Yes, you're going to have to send a request in. However, you can't just scroll through my page and troll my page. You're private now. I'm private now. So at least for right now, um, I have my reasons. So, um, um, you know, go ahead. You can uh, send me a request, you know, and, uh, and I'll accept you or whatever. But I, I, I you know. Do they, do they have to send an essay? You want to see them, you know, exercise? No, they don't need to exercise, no. Is there an articulation test? No, it's stupid. (laughs) Make sure they spell win right. I'm just saying. (laughs) I should not have to decode your message. That's all I am saying. It's real simple. I I just want to laugh, so just screenshot it. It's real simple. I'll try to break it down for you. So, yeah, I'm telling you. I I swear to you, I was like, what does this mean? I don't, I can't even know. I just, I didn't even respond. I couldn't. Well, you didn't know what you were going to say. I didn't. (laughs) You might be agreeing. Oh, gosh. You can also find me on Facebook. Um... Designs by Dakari, and uh, yeah, I'm, we're actually going to be working on a few other things. Um, I'm going to finally do my Twitter. I'm going to do the Twitter thing. Like three podcasts. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just so old-fashioned. Um, but no, I'm going to get on it. And um, so tell them where they can find you. They can find me at mindinmyownbusiness.com. <laughs> I'm, just joking. No, I'm joking, people. 
You can find me at Ben Original on Twitter and Instagram, Ben the Original One on Snapchat. Um, you might find me every so often on Dakari's uh, fan page. I might be um, <laughs> enlightening people every so often, just sharing my opinion, opinion, your perspective, no, or whatever. Facts, 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 my facts, facts, my facts. You know, no, I'm just joking. I, I don't really go on her page like that. No, he doesn't. He's I, just messing. He's just talking. So, you know. But, you know, there's a movement that I support and that we support as a team. And um, I'm wondering where you're going with this. The Me Too movement. Oh, okay. Okay, yes, absolutely. I didn't know. I didn't know we went to a serious mode for a moment. Uh, I, know. I, know, I was like, I was it afraid. Was a curve. It was a curve. I was afraid. I was, was like, to, where, are we, where was, are we going? You were supposed to, you know. I was supposed to follow you? Just trust me. I, no I, I, I do trust we're gonna, you. We're going to have to talk I, about I this you. off there. We're uh, going to have to talk oh. about the lack of trust. I'm just saying. A, I don't know, man. I couldn't us. read the, I couldn't read you for a moment. I was like, where, where are you going with this? Where are you going? That's good. That's good. Keep you on the toes. Yeah, yeah, it does. All right. No, yeah, the Me Too movement. Right. Um, Anybody, listen, the Me Too movement, if you don't know what it's about, it's a, it's a campaign for those that have experienced either sexual harassment or sexual abuse, like rape or assault, etc., um, and it's basically just a way to show the magnitude of the problem. You know, how many uh, people, even though it's usually women, you know, but there are people, men experience it too, that have been sexually assaulted or harassed. You know, it's, it's just a movement, like I said, to show what an issue this is. You know, it, people don't talk about it every day. And I just want to say, you know, I know we're closing. We are and I, I know I just inserted this you did topic. you did yeah. and I'm trying to follow you out no I just want to I just want to make sure that people understand the serious you should support the campaign if you have the time you know it what I want to put out there is guys don't hijack the me too thing it's not it's not funny it's not for us it's a, it's about us and when I say about us it's about those people in the male population or female population mm -hmm. that inflict this level, this particular kind of harm onto women. So let's not try to hijack the campaign, guys. Yeah, um, it's not you know, funny. It's not funny, it's nothing to play with. Um, it's not, you know, well, I'm just saying, it's, just know, there's just a time and a place for everything. And, you know, um, I just think that it's really important that people realize that the, 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 the campaign is very, I hold it very dear. We're, we're very supportive we're of very it. Very supportive of it. You know, when people post Me Too, it's, it's just, it's, you know. Respect it. Respect yeah. it. You know, show empathy, mm -hmm. show understanding, mm -hmm. and support the movement. Um, you know, when people talk about what we do, mm -hmm. we're not just out here posting stuff for likes. No. You know, we're trying to make the world a better place one podcast at a time. That should be a slogan, trademark, copyright. Hashtag. Hashtag. is so black. <laughs> that's the thing, people. He thinks that, you know what, because, well, whatever. is so black, that's a hashtag. Um, feel free to post that on Twitter and Facebook. You are so silly. Hashtag so Dakari so black. Okay. You are so silly. Anyway. I can't. I, I'm embarrassed a little bit because you're teasing me right now, but it's all good. No, I'm, no, I'm supporting you. Yeah, I'm supporting know, you. Power to the people. It, you know what? You why you, why you making fun? You making fun? You got your black leather jacket on. My black turtleneck. Right. You represent. You know, that's right. You represent it. All, all you need is to look like the white face and then we could do uh, the president's <laughs> 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 
All black everything. All black everything. That's right. All right. You want to give them the kiss? Well, we look forward to talking to you next week and having you tune in. Uh, thank you for tuning in this week. We love you very much. We're going to be discussing more and more details and looking at the bigger picture. We hope you have a great week. We love you.